0: Welcome to Pegging Coffee Talk. Here are your hosts, Oswin and Lord Knight. Today's topic, we decided we were going to cover the, <sighs> the 13 <laughs> principles of witch, of Wiccan belief. This was set aside, this was made popular by the American Council of Witches. I'm sorry, the Council of American Witches. They had to be very specific about it. Yeah,
1: we wouldn't want them Canadian witches to come down here and you know do all that a <laughs> magic. Just... Heaven forbid.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's it hard to it's hard
0: to worship a moose. <laughs> oh, good lord! There you go. Have everybody hating us. to know some very nice Canadians. Do you know a few nice moose? I'm just saying Mises. (laughs) Mises. Is it moose? (laughs) Meese? Kinda like goose and geese. I don't know, who knew? (laughs) Anyway. So yeah, we thought we'd go over these. Again, we we heard uh Jay Yeah on his uh podcast, The Cauldron Brew. Yes. Uh, briefly talking about this with uh, Julie. And we thought we'd uh, dedicate, a, dedicate a podcast to it and see if we could butcher the hell out of it.
1: Put our two cents worth in.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. It's inflation. Half a cent. Right. Half a cent.
1: <laughs>
0: so, first off, we have We practice rights to attune ourselves with the natural rhythm of life forces marked by the phases of the moon and the seasonal quarters and cross quarters. I have no problem with this. This is makes perfect sense to me yeah it makes sense to me too I mean we're, this, we're, this is essentially what we do anyway right
1: the idea behind this is is that we are using these times of the years that those who worship like we did and celebrated this time connect us to those through the past right by doing it on that date using that energy and, and it it us to nature
0: I'm, I'm I'm sorry it does help Right. Now, I have heard some people say that, um, you know, in modern days, especially like if you live in the city, being, quote unquote, attuned to nature is not as easy, but it is. Because I know like in Charlotte, Charlotte has a lot of trees. Well, yeah, there are community gardens. There are things that you can do to get to keep into that cycle of the seasons. I remember I remember being like first degree and right. at work.
1: After I got my first degree initiation. We're mm-hmm. we're we're sitting there and we're now doing rituals regularly in the whole nine yards. I remember sitting there and like here it is the what most people would consider the middle of summer. I'm considering I'm actually already in my head thinking it's the end of summer and I'm already started to notice what color the leaves are gonna change. Yes. While they're still green. Yes. You know, and you're standing out there. And it's a nice sunny day, and all this, and you're too busy thinking about winter because you know it's coming up because you've done those rituals. It does attune you to this
0: stuff, even in the city, right? And you you do start to see when you attune yourself like that to the to the, as this puts it, the rhythm of the the natural rhythm of life forces. When you attune, you can start seeing that. I, I mean, even in the
1: cities like New York and these bigger cities. Watch how pigeons act, the rats act, squirrels, other wildlife that is still in the city. There is mm-hmm. still
0: wildlife in the city. That's Well, that's my point. Even in the city, there are things that you can't attune to that keep you into that natural rhythm. I mean, no,
1: you're not going to run across a deer in Central Park. I, I, not I, likely. Not likely. But, I mean, think about it this way. Think of how fast... Nature changed during COVID, and right. everybody was locking down. We ha- we saw all the news reports about animals starting to now trot through the middle of the city because there wasn't no traffic. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. This attuning happens. It works. It's real, and doing rituals help. I believe that firmly. You know, do as many as you can. Do them as often as you can. Do every full moon that you can. Do every Sabbath right you know and 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 i'm i'm sorry for me doing it with others makes it even better i believe it does yes
0: i i will I, agree with you 100% doing it in an actual coven setting makes it better I, not saying you won't get anything out of it if you're doing it on your own but i'm not saying that it's just but if you can have somebody at least one or two other people with you
1: it it changes the whole
0: dynamic gets, get some friends together and just try it
1: It changes the dynamic of it. It really does. You know, especially if you can get a nice mixed balance of male and female energies. Right.
0: Of male and female
1: actually in circle, Right. (laughs) Just try it. Just try it. See what happens. What's next?
0: All right. So on the second one we have, we recognize that our intelligence gives us a unique responsibility toward our environment. We seek to live in harmony with nature. An ecological balance offering fulfillment to life and consciousness within an evolutionary concept. Again, don't have a problem with this. All right. I mean
1: I don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm like some global warmer person. Right? Well, yeah. All right. But yes, I wanna live in I wanna live in an environment where we got clean water, clean air, clean land, where in where we can eat the fruit. You know, that we grow from the land and all this other stuff. I don't have a problem with this. But I think this also tells us something that we don't see a lot in the pagan community is forethought. Okay. Just like, you know, I've talked before, you know, like uh, everybody raves about solar panels, but we don't rave about all the rare earth metals it takes and how we have to destroy half the freaking planet just to make one. And then what in the world are we going to do with it once it's used up? Because it can't go into the landfill because these are rare earth metals. Right. And they can't be recycled once they're in this form. This is where I think we're following short as a community on this is that forethought. Just like, you know, I don't think there's nothing wrong with nuclear power. As a matter of fact, I, I think it would be great for the fucking environment. You know, maybe I shouldn't cuss so much, but, you know. <laughs> I, I think it would be great for the environment. I think it would be better if we had financed research and stuff on better ways to do something with the leftovers. Right. How can we keep on using it even in this limited capacity to make even more power or if it takes more, so right. instead or, of just sticking it in the
0: ground. Or can it be recycled into something else?
1: Right. Or, or can we add another chemical in, to it or something else to lock or to stop? or halt the decaying process. Right,
0: right. You know. Or to neutralize it. Something to neutralize it where it's, not, you know.
1: Well, I mean, I've even, and this is far out there and it's going to drive a lot of people, well, I've even heard of people suggesting that we actually take some of that nuclear material, Mm -hmm. take it to Mars and let it do a nuclear meltdown to restart the core on Mars to get an electromagnetic Because that's what's lacking. We need to heat that core back up so it can start generating an electromagnetic field like the Earth. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Has been suggested to terraform that planet because then it would keep the solar winds from blowing away the atmosphere because right. it will have sort of an electromagnetic
0: shield. Right. Thus potentially making it habitable.
1: Habitable. And and again, I'm I'm sorry... Let's think outside the box. I don't have. I would rather my tax money go to research wild stuff, fusion, fission, the whole nine yards, and do that and find ways to get rid of the waste. You know, like nowadays is is it is actually quite economical and cheap to mine the air for carbon. Okay, and if we can get carbon out of the air, why can't we convert it back into oil again?
0: That's a good question.
1: How much research would it take? And I believe this this principle tells us to do stuff like this. This is where we fall short as a pagan community, mm. because nobody's sitting back. We're all, oh no, no, we got to recycle, and majority of that plastic and stuff never gets recycled to get sent off to poor countries to have to put up with. It's right. the reason we got that island out in the middle of the ocean.
0: Right. That's nothing but plastics and right whatever else. My hope is that is the plastic island
1: starts its own ecosystem and brings something else to life. Right. Which it I probably would find will. freaking hilarious. It, it probably will eventually, <laughs> but
0: until then, it's just a big mass in the ocean.
1: You know, I'm, I'm still waiting for a disease to come around to where in the world the cure, uh, the, the cure for it is so bizarre. <laughs> 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 what do you mean I have to? All, all I have to do is drink soured milk.
0: Oh. <laughs> well. I'll die first.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Soured milk. Well, I'm just saying. I'm I'm waiting for it. (laughs) Jesus.
0: All right. Number three. We acknowledge a depth of power far greater than that apparent to the average person. Because it is far greater than ordinary, it is sometimes called supernatural, but we see it as lying within that which is naturally potential to all. The only thing I hate about this one is they had to use the word supernatural. Well, they said it's sometimes called that. Right.
1: And again, this is like, you know, our, our philosophy is there's no such thing as supernatural. Everything well, is just
0: natural. But that's that they clarified that. Yeah. I, I that know that we don't, did, that we don't saying, see anything.
1: My only complaint about it is you had to <laughs> use the word <laughs> to tell people this word is. F-
0: <laughs> I, 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 Sometimes
1: I, you have to. I, I don't have a problem with what they said or how they said it. It's just, did you really have to use the word? <laughs>
0: yes. One word, yes. Get over it. <laughs> Come on, work with me here. (laughs) No, but I I think this is a perfectly acceptable wording and explanation of...
1: Again, you know, ghosts and spirits and these energies and all that. This is part of the natural working of the world. Right. There's nothing supernatural about
0: this. Well, and same thing with abilities. People with psychic abilities, you know, this is not supernatural right it's potentially everybody has access to this right you just have to open up your mind to it well my problem with the word supernatural has always been that is
1: superior to nature it is something that is beyond right nature and in this reality i don't see anything being beyond does that make sense yeah Everything, if you're in this world, you have to follow those physical laws of nature. Absolutely. Doesn't matter if you're a spirit
0: or a ghost or some entity or a human. Right. If you are on this plane of existence, you have to follow that.
1: Right. At the end of the day, everybody has to eat, everybody has to defecate. It, it, it's just, it, it's the way this world works.
0: You know, we're not going to deny that. Right. What's next? All right. Number four, we conceive of the creative power in the universe as manifesting through polarity, masculine and feminine, and that this same creative power lies in all people and functions through the interaction of the masculine and feminine. We value neither above the other, knowing each to be supportive to the other. We value sex as pleasure, as the symbol and embodiment of life, and as one of the sources of energies used in magical practice and religious worship. Really don't have a lot of complaints on this, except for
1: sex is pleasure. I say sex is part of nature, not necessarily pleasure. Yes, it is pleasurable by any extent of the imagination, but it's just part of nature. Okay. Does that make sense?
0: Right. I I don't... Whether it's used for procreation or not, it's... Right, it's regardless, of, it's still part of nature. It's still part of nature.
1: <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do. <laughs> I mean, now again, this this goes back to like our philosophy of the all is one, the one is all. Okay, because there are people out there who want to believe that their deity, it, their their pantheon, is a set set of people that live on this plane of existence, and that's it. Okay. And then there's other people, more the traditional craft people, who actually believe in the one is all and the all is one. That there is a quote-unquote source of creation. It is so far beyond us that we couldn't understand it to begin with. So we have to convert it to something we do understand, and we see male and female throughout nature. So why would our God and goddess not be male and female? Right. All right, I mean... I know some people will sit there and try to argue that the act of being male and the you know passive being female is bad form nowadays. Right. But I don't see it as being bad form. No. you. For every push, there has to be a pull. Right. For every pull, there has to be a push. I'm sorry, but that's the way life is. That's the way this world works.
0: Absolutely. All right, number five. We recognize both outer worlds and inner, or psychological, worlds sometimes known as the spiritual world, the collective unconscious, inner planes, etc. And we see the interaction of these two dimensions, the basis for paranormal phenomena and magical exercises. We neglect neither dimension for the other, seeing both as necessary for our fulfillment. I have some issues. Okay. One... They use paranormal. Yes. I
1: Same problem with as in supernatural. <laughs> right.
0: All right. It's normal. But they didn't. But in the other one, they said it's sometimes seen as supernatural and then it, and then clarified that nothing is supernatural right. here. <laughs> they use the word paranormal and they meant it as paranormal. What the <laughs> fuck, people? Really? I know I'm nitpicking, but... You're, you're, you're nitpicking over words. But still. Still. If but you're that, recognizing these, these planes of existence, these... But, what but, but you also got to remember,
1: in these planes of existence, and I don't think anybody's caught on to this yet, this is declaring the psychological as a plane of existence in and of itself. Yes, it is. All right, that this is something separate from everything else. I know that sounds weird, but again, this to me is a proper analysis of this. You know, psychological, mental planes of existence exist. Surely do. Altering your mind to them is a piece of cake. Once learned, once taught, once in tune with nature, once doing these rituals, once taking these concepts in. Right. Here's what a lot of people don't understand about these principles so far. They actually build on one another.
0: They are building. All
1: right. And again, here's the scenario in craft that a lot of people don't seem to understand is that's what we're doing. You know, you might listen to our podcast and you might not like certain things I say on certain subjects. But when you start pairing them with other things, you're like, I see where in the world he's getting this conclusion based on these philosophies. Or at least that's what we hope. That's what we hope. You know, I know they come up random and stuff, but again, this is the same thing. It is. All right? It is the fact that, yes, we we mentally, we psychologically torture ourselves as witches. Yeah. <laughs> All right? It, it basically is what it amounts to. You know? I mean, literally, we think of a symbol of hatred or love or whatever, go into meditations and sit there and re-experience these feelings over and over again while meditating on that so we would have that pure emotion when we see that symbol when we're casting a spell. Right. I mean, that's, to me, psychologically damaging, but damn, the spells are fucking powerful that way. They are. The more pure the emotion and the manipulation there, the better the spell. To understand someone's self so well that they can, you can psychologically scar yourself on purpose to get a desired outcome.
0: Right, which is pretty fucked in the head, you but know, it works.
1: Other people might see this as something else, but you know, this is what I see that they're saying in there.
0: Yeah, but again, all of all of these planes of existence, they work with each other, right. if you know how to work it.
1: Right. You know, going from the astral plane to the aside to, you know, the planes of existence for other celestial beings. Right, and even to the gut, it, it becomes a piece of cake once you start to.
0: Well, and even even that quote unquote inner plane of existence that they were talking about. I mean, how many times, and I've seen it on YouTube videos where you see the body. They have you know they have an outline of the body, but on the inside of the body, it will be like a universe. universe. Uh, right. Why does that not exist? Why do you think it doesn't exist?
1: Well, I mean, well, again, all of these
0: things intertwine with each other.
1: This is back to the argument: is we experience this reality through our five senses. True. Yes, there are more senses than that. Blah blah blah. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah yeah yeah. We've all we've <laughs> all seen that. We've all listened to the synth song from the Animaniacs. <laughs> if you haven't track it down,
0: it's hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's accurate. It's accurate. <laughs>
1: And again, if you're sitting there in meditation and you can touch an object, taste an object, feel the object, see the object. Hear it. Hear it. uh, at, At what point is it not real? Right. No, it's only real when you're observing it in this way. But that's, I'm sorry, what's the difference? That's like, you know, dealing with the polarized lenses when they're 90 degrees from one another, they allow light to pass through. Right. Come on, this is the same concept here. I agree. What else you got?
0: All right, so... What number are we at? (laughs) Number (laughs) 6 Woohoo! we We're almost halfway there. Um, We do not recognize any authoritarian hierarchy, but do honor those who teach, respect those who share their greater knowledge and wisdom and acknowledge those who have courageously given of themselves in leadership.
1: I don't have a problem with this either.
0: No, because there's not a greater authority within paganism.
1: I want to say, even those people that you place authority on, right? Right. You you might want to listen to them a little bit closer and see what they're actually
0: saying. Right, but, well, yeah, because even though they may be in a place of authority...
1: Right. They the, are
0: not the authority. Exactly. And anybody responsible enough who is in a position of authority will tell you. You, you need to question. Right. You I am not the and definitive it, authority right, on this. Right. And
1: when, and when you start deleting questions, questioning your authority, because, I mean, I believe every time I get on here to do these podcasts, I have to prove myself with each. Yeah, Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That I I have to show people the logic I'm doing to go, here's the way I'm thinking. So that way, if I am
0: thinking wrong, you can sit there and go, hey, no, A, B, C, D, E. Now, that may be an upcoming podcast just to delve into the way you think about things. (laughs) We may do that. We might do that. That's going in the bag. Oh, God. My thoughts. All right, Uh, number seven, we see religion, magic, and wisdom in living as being united in the way one views the world and lives within it, a worldview and philosophy of life that we identify as witchcraft the Wiccan way. I, I, again, don't have a problem with this.
1: This is all these ethics and morals that you keep on hearing us talk about, keeping your word, being honorable. Right. Accepting responsibility for your actions. Again, I don't have a problem with this. This is something everybody should strive for. You know, I, I sorta of wish they were a little bit more less vague on that one. Oh, okay, yeah. Does that make sense? And yeah. bring up more of those uh, uh virtues or those
0: things of honor. Right. I wish they'd brought those up a little bit more in that. I can understand that. Would have uh I think it would have made it a little easier to understand, more a little more clear. I, I think it would I, I think it would have brought more to the religion that way. But I
1: understand where they were heading toward. They were still trying to keep it open enough to where, you know, people can sort of make up some of their own ethics and morals, too. Right. But it seems like, like it had been nice to have, like, those top three. Gotcha. At least said in there, you know, that we believe somewhat that people ought to be able to keep the word, that people should be responsible for their actions and should try to maintain balance. Right. And I don't know if anybody ever keeps on catching on with that. I keep on saying try to maintain balance. Not actually maintain balance. We might have to talk about that one day. We might.
0: (laughs) I'm so surprised nobody's questioned me about it. Oh, here's a doozy. Oh, God. Number eight, calling oneself witch does not make a witch, but neither does heredity itself, nor the collecting of titles, degrees, and initiations. A witch seeks to control the forces within herself or himself that make life possible in order to live life wisely and well, without harm to others, and in harmony with nature. God, I wish the pagan community would get back to this. I mean, they flat out said it. we're supposed to live with wisdom, not magic, wisdom. Right. Knowledge and wisdom. And no, it's not about titles, it's not Not, about degrees, it's not about initiations, certifications whatever else you want to call it no that's not what it's about it's living with wisdom
1: it is it's learning yourself and helping other people grow and, and achieve their spiritual goals not yours not somebody else's you know that's what this is really about so i i don't have a problem with any of this
0: okay uh, number nine, we believe in the affirmation and fulfillment of life and a continuation of evolution and development of consciousness, giving meaning to the universe we know and our personal role within it. I completely agree with that. When we talked about when we talked about the uh, like
1: energy to like, or we talked about soul energies. Okay. Yeah. Remember how I was sitting there saying, you know, hey, we need to get back to a one-world tribe, mm-hmm. a one-world people. Right. And that America was the best place for that to happen. Okay. I still believe that. We need that one world people again. Where all these cultures have finally merged together and become one again. Hmm. I still believe we need it. But we 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 have to do this biologically first. Right. Yes, I am telling everybody, go out and shag as many guys as you <laughs> <laughs> from as many different races as you can. Right. <laughs> Sucks, I figure, and I got to use the word shag too. So, right, a plus for me.
0: (laughs) All right, number 10 our only animosity toward Christianity or toward any other religion or philosophy of life is to the extent that its institutions have claimed to be the only way and have sought to deny freedom to others and to suppress other ways of religious practice and belief. Don't have a problem with this. I, I, this is the
1: only animosity I have to these other religions. Otherwise, they can believe or do whatever in the world they want.
0: I, I, I don't believe we should go around and bash Christians. Well, I was going to say, this does not give anyone... Permission to do this. Permission to bash Christianity or, or any, any other religion, Muslim, Buddhism, whatever. It doesn't give you authority or the right. Well, and, and I'm
1: sorry, it it really does piss me off to sit there and listen to these people basically sit there going, you know, I'm enlightened, I'm more spiritually aware, I'm more accepting, but let me tell you about the, what them bad damn Christians did. <laughs> let me d- let let, let and, and, and they did this, and they did this, and they've done this, and they've controlled my life, and now they make me want to have a baby. Bitch, don't get fucking pregnant to begin with. But you know what?
0: If you're that enlightened, you're not going to hold that animosity.
1: No, you're not. Let's talk, you know, again, if you're going to sit there and do that, let's talk about
0: real enlightenment. Let's talk about
1: real acceptance. Right. And that is, that fact is is that these people don't believe like you, and you need to shut the hell up. Right. Absolutely. You won't respect. You better
0: give it. Yep. All right. Number 11. As American witches... We are not threatened by debates on the history of the craft, the origins of various terms, the legitimacy of various aspects of different traditions. We are concerned with our present and our future.
1: I would completely agree with that. Really? Yes.
0: After the big fuss you've made over the word warlock? Well, them
1: trying to change it is what I'm having a big argument about. That they're trying to
0: get rid of keep your work. But you're not upset because they're not arguing the origins of the term. Right. I mean we They're all saying, yeah, this is where it originated, but this is what it means now.
1: Yeah. That they it's gotten changed over the years and blah, 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 and therefore but I see it as more as they're using it to get rid of an ethic and moral, not to get rid of a definition. Because again, just like you know, we've heard But again,
0: it's not dealing with the origins.
1: Right. It's dealing with the ethic and moral behind it. All right. Does that does that make better sense? Yep. 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 That's my goal.
0: Okay. That makes perfect sense. And and
1: again, I think this basically states what my goal's been this whole entire time. I'm not debating this. I'm I'm sitting here saying, hey, no, this is what it means, and this is the ethic of immoral and, and right. And if you're if we're going to change it to the word male witch, we got to start asking questions. Does that mean that you're saying that all male witches are oath breakers, are fucking liars? Or are you trying to say we need to get rid of this because y'all were incapable of doing this because, well, y'all don't actually have
0: the will to hold yourself
1: to this standard?
0: But again, it's not arguing about the origins. It's no. arguing about the ethic. Sorry. Get off your soapbox. Ah, dang but I like my soapbox. <laughs> it's a nice soapbox.
1: It's sturdy. It holds me.
0: Well, it is. It's crafted very well, but. Well, some britchup was in there. It's like, give it a break, damn! Get All off right. that cross; they need the wood already. Shut up. <laughs> I'm tw- getting down now. <laughs> Number twelve. We do not accept the concept of absolute evil, nor do we worship any entity known as Satan or the devil, as defined by Christianity. Uh, we do not seek power through the suffering of others, nor accept that personal benefit can be derived only by denial to another. i got to question the absolute evil. I've seen some people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I- I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but even then, there's that shred of goodness, so they can't be absolute evil.
1: No, I, I don't believe anybody is absolute evil. No. Does it, do I believe it exists and it can take over you and you can allow it to take it? Yes. But I, I still believe there's always some type of shred of humanity or whatever you want to call it or compassion inside every soul.
0: If you believe in the concept of absolute evil, which means then, you have to believe in absolute good. Right. Which means there's a balance there. Yes. The The, the only problem with this is there's no well, there's absolute no... one or the other. There's but, always...
1: But you got to ask the question, What is? what would
0: be absolute evil? What is absolute good? Well... Uh, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but... Okay, let's look at it this way. Recent Netflix series. Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. People see this man as absolute evil. Right. Right? Some but people see him that way, yes. But if you look at the Netflix series and you follow it, it shows he had, yeah, he had his traumas and he had his, he had his issues, but the reason he was doing what he was doing was so that he wouldn't be left alone.
1: Right. I think our problem on stuff like this is, is that we spend too much time thinking one or the other, either nature or nurture. Right. All right. Or the concept of, The difference between belief and actual ritual drove me up the wall because the argument was never about balance between the two sides of this. But I keep on seeing them as a uh, chicken and an egg problem. Yeah. That they're actually intertwined with each other and you really don't know which one came first, but yet they build off of
0: each other. Right. Again, it's that whole nature nurture. Right.
1: Right. The fact is is yes, you can have a computer with bad hardware, i.e. somebody born, which would be the nature part. Right. And nurture part would be adding software. You know, yes, you can have that person that could have been a psychopath, but because they were raised in a good family, they're not. They're right. not doing they're still psychopaths, but they they've figured out ways to control themselves. All right. Because there was good software added everybody in all these things drive me up the wall because none of them want to argue or even think about arguing, well, could we put the two in balance? Why does it have to be an either or? And I think this is basically what it's stating in this, is, is, hey, we need to start looking at things as a balanced way of looking at things. How in the world things complement each other and not necessarily always look at them as opposing forces that either you have to have one versus the other.
0: Well, and I, I tend to think of it more of like the Kinsey scale. Yeah. Where, yeah, you got some bad people, but they're still... A little they've, good. They, they've got that good part to them. You've got some good people that's got some pretty dark sides to them.
1: Yeah, but my question is, is at what point do you run out of good? But see, I don't think you do. Do you? I mean, that's kind of like, you know, at what point do you run out of bad? I don't... Again, I don't think you do. I think I, it's I always I, there. I, I think life's a whole lot messier than that. Exactly. I, I could see holy people sitting there in the middle of the night at, with the thoughts by themselves
0: going, you know, Rod,
1: I really do not like that woman. I really don't like that man.
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. Right. It's it, it's, it's more akin to the Kinsey skill where when, when Kinsey looked at everybody, he found that nobody was completely one or the other. Right they were always on some sort of spectrum. Well, at least I think the same, seemed like Yeah, it. and I think, that's, I think the same thing happens with the whole good and evil. You well, know. I
1: mean, but again, you, you still have this problem of people defining evil.
0: Yeah. Okay?
1: I mean, I, I, again, the argument goes this way. You know, a, a group of people eat a body to honor the dead. Another group thinks that's evil and immoral. Right. So... Who's right?
0: That's the main reason I don't think that right. we can say there's an absolute evil, evil that there's or an absolute, absolute good. Right. Because there's that whole gray area that, how do you define it?
1: Right. I mean, like,
0: we were raised in the South
1: in the United States. Right. There are certain foods mean you will eat, not two seconds flat, not even think about. Yeah. But yet people from the North would look at us going, are you sure about that? <laughs> I mean, we've all seen those videos yeah. where they've gotten people from the north to try certain southern dishes and people from the south to try northern dishes, and people don't like them. Yep. It's the same thing here. It depends on what you grew up and what you became accustomed to. Right. All right? But witches need to keep in the back of their minds that this is what's going on, and we need to compensate for that. We need to take a moment going well, wait a minute, what happens if I was raised in that situation? No, 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 what do we have people coming out going, no, that's wrong because of this, because I don't like it. Who the fuck? Do
0: you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, because it's funny, because even at work, there are, I mean, most of the folks at work are, I wouldn't say they're Christians, but they are religious to some extent. But they're definitely not pagans. <laughs> but um, back to the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing, there was uh, there was a big conversation about this, and everybody was saying, I can identify with him. Yeah. Or I, de- I identify with some aspect of this. Right. So even they, without the training that we have, even see. they were able to see that, what some people call bad or evil, other people... Might not.
1: Well, again, it's the same argument that you hear from these people who, where we read comic books as kids. Yes. And we identified with people that didn't look or anything because there were certain parts of their personality that we identified with. There was a connection there. Absolutely, yeah. And all it takes is that one thread, that one
0: thing there. Yep, that's all it takes.
1: To identify with something. Yep. All right, which I, I don't have a problem with you identifying or enjoying a character or something like this. What I have a problem with is when it becomes your whole entire personality. Right. you got to have more to yourself than just that. Have your own thoughts. Argue. Debate. Get some things wrong. Make some messes. Oh, my God, please make some messes. <laughs> Fall in some holes. <laughs> what do we got left?
0: All right, number 13, we believe that we should seek within nature that which is contributory to our health and well-being. Again, don't have a problem with this. And I think I think that pretty much sums up everything. If we're attuning ourselves. If we're attuning ourselves and we are getting accustomed right. or
1: understanding ourselves and just being ourselves and being happy with who we are right. and what we like and what we don't like. Right. And throwing away these labels, throwing away everything that everybody keeps on trying to tell you, Mm -hmm. and just be happy with who you are. Yep. If you're a girl who likes trucks, but yet still likes to gourmet cook, be the best one you can. Right. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to change anything about yourself. There's nothing wrong with this. No. But everybody wants to attach, hey, if you do this behavior, if you do this, you have to be that. No, how about this? Can we just go back to being ourselves, right? All right, I I don't know how to put that. You know, I I know a lot of people. As a gay couple, we've been double dating with other gay couples for a number of years. Yeah, and, and there's always this point where if somebody looks at us because I'll say something about going hunting and going to go shoot Bambi, right? And they will sort of look at us and go, Uh huh? Like, this is not something gay people are supposed to do. I, I don't I don't see where I have to subscribe to whatever behavior y'all say. I like what I like, and that's it, and I don't make any excuses for it.
0: Right. You can't say, well, you're gay, so you, you know, you like drag. You like to dress up in drag.
1: Right. Uh...
0: Excuse me? Anybody who ever met me knows that is not. I no. <laughs> I can't walk in heels, but I do it like a man. Yeah, just like a man. But I can do it. That was the only bet. Right? That was the bet. <laughs> that was the bet. But still, I- it's that whole, like you said, it's that whole subscribing to if you're this, then you have to do this.
1: Right. I, I, again, I don't have a problem with the guys wearing kilts. Wear them, right. If you're going to get teased and stuff like that, and you can put up with it, go for it. Maybe the other guys where you work will start doing the same things. If you're going to wear, if you're going to be a guy and you're going to wear a dress, wear a d- dress made for a guy, right. Don't just go out and grab something that was made for some woman and sling it on. It's not going to work. No. And Maybe it's just me, or maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think we're going to end it right there. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org for more information, as well as links to our social media, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, the maze of stone and mire just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres and so it is the end of our days. so walk with me till morning breaks and so it is the end of our days. so walk with me till morning